and welcome to LGR Ballyhoo Castlevania Season 1. Ha 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 ha. I'm joined today by resident hunter Mark, who's trying to catch my friend. So let's grab our torches, stakes, and swords and explore Castle Dracula. Ha 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 ha. Get your whip. You gotta take your whip. Yeah, well, if I had to whip that with something else, that we'd call this podcast something else. Yeah, but all the all the, the Belmonts use a whip. It was like the main weapon in uh, most of the Castlevania games was a whip. It, it it is, but I bet there's a secret behind it in the dungeons. Okay. <laughs> okay, so yes, we are talking about Castlevania season one, which was released um, on Netflix. The animated show. So this was released um, in July 2017 to low fanfare. However, the quality of the series has meant that it has now formed a large following and will be releasing season three in the future. Castlevania is based on the 1989 video game Castlevania Three: Dracula's Curse and was originally conceived as a film back in 2007. 12 years ago. It is written by Warren Ellis, a famous comic book writer whose works include Transmetropolitan and I Am an Extremist. Um, I have read a number of his works and he wrote uh, an X-Men comic called Excalibur. Um, he's a really good writer. And in actual fact, the I Am an Extremist um, storyline was um, the premise for I Am Man 3. Like yourself, Mark, have you heard of his work? Don't think I have. No. Um, trans um, Transmetropolitan is something that has. Mm. Um, uh, it's 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 one of those comics that I've heard people talk about, and it's something I've never read. Um, Hellblazer, mm. of course. Uh, I have. I don't know if I've read any um, uh, of of Warren Ellis's uh, Hellblazer comics, but of course it was um, created by Alan Moore. Yeah. Who uh, I live in Northamptonshire, about twenty minutes away from Northampton, which is where Alan Moore is from and still lives to this day. Uh, he's is my, it hold up? Um, he's my quite well, yeah, probably he is. <laughs> Alan Moore's a weird guy. We'll have to talk about him on another episode. He's he's a he's a funny dude, fascinating guy. But yeah, uh, yeah um, as for Warren Ellis stuff, I'm I'm not massively, yeah, I'm not massively uh, up to date with. Uh, with a lot of his stuff, like uh, he, um, he had something to do with uh, Dead Space, right? The yeah, video game, I believe so. Yeah, yeah, like, um, which is amazing. Yeah, I've only come across him in the Iron Man story and the some of the earlier X Men stories, um, mm-hmm. Excalibur, which is set in Britain. It was meant to be the British X Men, um, but they were really fun, quite intelligent stories. Um, so Warren worked with Castlevania producer Koji. Igarashiri, I do apologize if I get it wrong, so that the story would fit into the Castlevania timeline. Ellis, however, did get frustrated with Irigashi since Ellis had to do eight full rewrites of the pre-production material before gaining approval. So that's even before he began writing mm. the thing. That's just like the what would what we call it, the outline of the. Um, story that he intended to do rather than the full script and had to do eight full rewrites mm. you can tell that would probably annoy some people yeah so the aim was to produce a show that was aimed at adults not at children which pleased Alice 
and Castlevania came out of development hell in 2015 and according to Ellis it only required a minor amount of tinkering to become the free act structure so it was originally intended as a film and became a series. The first act of the film in the old way was is season one um, and the art style takes its inspiration from Ayama's Kojima's work on Symphony of the Night, which was that's the most popular one, isn't it? It's, it's the one that's it's yeah, it's the one that's considered to be a classic. I've never played it, right? Um, nope, the so only yeah. Castlevania game that I've played uh, all the way through. I've I've dabbled in other ones, but the only one I played all the way through was uh, Super Castlevania Four on the the um, on the SNES. Right. Uh, the, the, right, I, I I find it quite baffling that um, th- that he was so hung up about the the lore and the timeline of the Castlevania series because if you look at the timeline of releases <laughs> for the Castlevania games, so you've got Castlevania, Vampire Killer, Castlevania Two, Simon's Quest, Haunted Castle, Castlevania: The Adventure, Castlevania Three, Dracula's Curse, and then Castlevania Two again, but this time Castlevania Two, <laughs> Belmont's Revenge, and then Castlevania Four. Um, uh, and then a whole bunch of spin-offs, and then Castlevania Ten or Castlevania X. But yeah, Symphony of the Night is the one that's supposed to be like the the high point of the series. Yeah, never played it. It's a bit of a cult classic, I know, and it's, it's one I will get round to at some point. Um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, that just leads nicely with what, what we've played. So about our feelings with the franchise, like I said. Mm. I so like I know there are this show is like packed full of Easter eggs and stuff for yeah. diehard Castlevania fans, and every single one of them went straight over my head because I mean, like I said, I've played Super Castlevania Four all the way through multiple times. I don't remember there being that much story in it, to be honest. No, no. I mean, for me, Castlevania was always one of those franchises that always intrigued me. Um, I was a Mega Drive only at the time, we didn't have a SNES, and Castlevania 4 was one of those games that was like shown off to, to show the powers of a SNES. Mm-hmm. And it was always like, oh, this looks really, really good. Do you know, it still um, holds up. It, it's one of the games yeah. that they put on the SNES Classic. Uh, so I was playing through it again fairly recently. It still holds up. Still Does great, it? yeah. Uh, and the music, oh, the soundtrack to their game slaps. Yeah. It was like one of those, because. The theme intrigues me because I was always into the horror theme. Mm-hmm. And it always seemed a bit like Super Girls and Ghosts. You know? And people did save reviews at the time. were saying it's pretty hard. Um, Castlevania 4. But I suppose though, most games at that time were hard. And I guess we weren't that long. And it was just a platformer. Mm-hmm. But um, there was one game that came out of a Mega Drive. Which I didn't manage to pick up. I can't remember what it's called. And then I managed to pick up a couple on the PS2, the first 3D ones. They were supposed to be, or at least one of them was supposed to be real bad. Yeah. I think it might have been the second um, of those 3D ones. Yeah, I can't remember. what I've got them somewhere in the collection. And I've, only, I've only played like just to test them out, to see if it worked or something, because I've got them second hand. But um, then the only one... I have played to completion is the first Lords of Shadow that was on the PS3 um, by is it Mercury Steam I think it was mm. the developer and that was um, a bit like God of War-esque 
in terms of how it its storyline and stuff. And that was really, really good. Really enjoyed that game. Mm-hmm. Um, the only other one I did earn was um, Rose of Shadow 2, which I played for about an hour and it was crap. Mm-hmm. It was just a complete letdown. So I think that was that was the th- that was the second 3D one that was supposed to be considered awful. Yes, yeah. I heard uh, at the time. Um, I remember people. I think because the first one was quite well regarded, and I remember yeah. I never played it, but I remember people at the time, my friends who were mad into the series, moaning about how terrible the second one was. Uh, and I remember getting quite badly slated in the press. Uh, yeah. So I don't know if it was by the same developers or anything, but. That was, um, from as far as I understand, um, the beginning of the end of Castlevania being one of Konami's like premier franchises. Yeah. I mean, I think the developer released three games. It was a two 3D ones, and in between there was a 3DS um, game, and that came out on the PS3 as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like a side-scrolling platformer, like in style of the old ones. So it was Lords of Shadows something i can't i can't remember that i'll do on that one as well but first one was brilliant um second one no no chance mm. absolutely mm. it's like worse than a dog's dinner but um <laughs> so as a person in a video gamer i'm not really that okay with a whole um franchise history but what from my understanding like you've alluded to is the timeline is pretty much fucked um, in terms of there is no timeline it's just all over the place and different Belmonts are here there and everywhere it's all mixed up a lot of Belmonts as such yeah there's a lot, a lot of, of Belmonts or, or, or sorry uh, Belmont as uh, yeah. one of the guys in the, the first episode of the show pronounces it bloody Belmont. yeah true and loads of different vampires whether it's Dracula Vlad or whatever it just seems <clears throat> Um, yeah, um, if we could like place. just briefly touch on the historical aspect of it, because uh, um, I presume that the show—I mean, from from what you've told me about the the, the the how closely they had to work with the creator of Castlevania to make sure—oh, it's not the creator because that's um, uh, what's his name? The guy who's now gone off to do Bloodstained, Curse of the Moon, and. Oh yes. What came out? Yeah. um, Don't know. Oh, the Castlevania producers at Koji Igarashiba. I'm not sure who's doing. Yeah, um, Koji. Yes, Koji Igarashi. Is that that who worked on the the TV show as well? Yeah, that's who made Warren Ellis write um, Write. eight outlines. Okay, but Konami won't let him make a new Castlevania game, which is why he's had to go off and make a sort of kind of Castlevania game in anything yeah. but name. Uh, but yeah, anyway. Um, so, uh, like I said, I have not really played too much of the games. I don't know too much about the story as it runs through, but there's quite a lot of um, actual historical stuff in in there. Like the, the actual mythos of Dracula and how mm. he is based on a real person, Vlad Tepes, or Vlad the Impaler, as, as most people would know him, who was the ruler of Wallachia, which was a, a real kingdom that exists in what is now part of Romania in around about the 14th century, possibly a bit older than that. Super, super Catholic country. Um, Vlad the Impaler was... 
with Vlad Tepes um, was instrumental in uh, the the Wallachians as as part of a wider group of of mm. super Catholic countries in that part of the world fighting back against the um, the the Muslim caliphates and the well, would it have been the Ottomans at that point I don't know you're the history would have been teacher the Ottomans, would have been, would have the, Ottomans. been the Ottomans about that point yeah um, so it, it is rooted in a decent amount of history uh, mm. in so much as the original Bram Stoker's Dracula story is kind of based on the you know the the, the myth the, the mythos of Vlad Tepes. Yeah, that's what I wanted oh. to say. <laughs> yeah, um, I also I, I will say I don't think Belmont sounds like a particularly Romanian surname. Um, no, Simon isn't, and Trevor definitely isn't. <laughs> I don't think we had many Trevors back in the 14th century. No, I don't think so. <laughs> don't sound like Trevor. Yeah, back in old <laughs> Romania. Yeah, but yeah, like you said, it. They have taken real historical aspects of Vlad the Impaler, as he was called, wasn't it? Because he was the one who uh, basically staked his enemies along with. That's why they called him Vlad the Impaler. Yeah, uh, Yeah. to to instill fear in his enemies, he impaled them on spikes and left them to die. Yeah. Um, Lovely guy. I know. And that's where where the legend of Dracula came from but i mean he's a small I, I um i first learned about all of that through i i i didn't read come to read like bram stoker's dracula like the, the book until quite later on you not you not um, really? no no i did i have read it but no. I, I didn't but i i want to say the, the first um sort of outside of the count in sesame Ooh. street and stuff like that and an old <laughs> an old pet shop boys video that used to terrify me when i was a kid uh, that had uh, one of the one of them dressed up as a vampire. Um, my first sort of uh, exposure to that stuff was the film Bram Stoker's Dracula, and like the Ooh. first fifteen minutes or so of that film, for I think I must have been like seven or eight the first time I saw it. It's messed up. It's real messed yep. up. Like seeing people impaled on spikes, even if it's just in silhouette, people being impaled on spikes and stuff. And yeah, yeah. Really yeah, good film yeah, that. Was- a really good film. Yeah, it's pretty fucked up. I mean, even in the start of this uh, series, you get the spikes at the beginning. Yeah, well, is... this show as a whole is pretty. It doesn't pull any punches when it comes to gore. No, no. not at all. It's not one I'm going to show my daughter for a long, long time. No, no. I don't know what the rating is because I'm not sure if ratings come up on Netflix, but uh, I imagine it would be an 18. Yeah, probably will. I mean, the BBFC do have to vet everything that yeah. goes, even on Netflix. So, yeah, mm. over 15 or 18. Yeah. It's one of those. So, on to the season. So, we're just going to go to give you the basic outline of the story, and then we'll look at some of the episodes in a bit more detail. There's only four episodes, mm. but about 20 minutes each if you knock out the credits and the starting point. Yeah. So, it takes about just over an hour. I wish there was an option to just watch it as one unbroken, like mm. you know, ninety-minute film, or whatever. Because it, if yeah. it is, it is basically a film. Yeah, uh, that's what it's a TV show. But um, but I will say, uh, having it broken up into the four episodes means that you get to hear the theme tune four times, and the theme tune is really, really good. 
brilliant. The music, I think the music is really good. Yeah. Um, the whole thing at the start, the title sequence, I think it's really good. Mm-hmm. Really worth watching as well. Yeah. So, on to the story. So, um, the overall story is Dracula's wife is burned at the stake after being false accused of witchcraft, which was quite a common thing in those days. And the vampire Count Dracula declares all the people of Wallachia um, will pay with their lives. So he then summons an army of demons which overruns the country, causing the people to live lives of fear and distrust. And to combat this, the outcast monster hunter Trevor Belmont takes up arms against Dracula's forces, aided by the magician Cypher Belnades and... Dracula's Dabpire, um, son Alucard. Now we'll come to some of the differences. It's Dracula backwards. Dampire. Do you get it? And what's that? It's Dracula backwards. Do you get it? Uh no. Until now, you've pointed it out. Honestly, uh, did, did, did you never? No one ever told you that before. No, you never noticed. No. That? Yeah, Alucard is just Dracula backwards. No. Genius. <laughs> it is, isn't it? Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> First time I've actually noticed that. <laughs> really? Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's. Uh, I've, I, I, it's not something I noticed on my own. Someone told me, and I was like, "Oh my god." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to name my firstborn Alucard. <coughs> yeah, but does your girlfriend know? Uh, no, it means. Uh, right, no, so yeah, I won't right. tell her. I won't tell her. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, the start of this episode one. I really love the start of this episode one. It is really where you see uh, you see this young woman Lisa mm-hmm. traveling um, to seek out um, Vlad um, Dracula Tepis. Um, advan- a vampire with advanced scientific knowledge, and it really puts you in the mind of um, other films and other TV shows where you see this lone person going out seeking out um, basically an enemy, and it feels like oh she's off to kill him. Yeah, well, so it also like mind, it, it twists um, the the whole. It turns the whole dra- Dracula um, stereotype, well not stereotype, but you know the, the Dracula convention on its head. Which usually, like Dracula is the yeah. one who is going out and seeking fair maidens and seducing them so he can like suck their blood, Ooh. and like she goes and seeks out Dracula because she wants, yeah, she needs uh, his knowledge to be able to help knowledge. the people of uh, yeah. her, her village. Like, she wants to become... She wants to learn more yeah. about medicine and, and stuff like that. Um, and, yeah, yeah I love, though, that, that, that first scene with them together where, like, he's being all imposing and threatening and she's having none of it. And she's chiding mm. him for being yeah. a recluse and not going out and, <laughs> and, you know, experiencing the world yeah. and having his, like like uh ins- insular hatred of of mankind and humans like uh, yeah i love that scene yeah it's blue because he thinks she's coming to kill him mm. she thinks he thinks she's one of these warriors who's coming now uh, someone from, from the church to come and kill him or destroy him mm-hmm. but she isn't she actually speaks to him as a person and wants the knowledge and he's taken aback by that which um which is really good mm. Um, you then find out 
that um, after that opening scene, it moves forward by 20 years to 1475. And you, you get, you've just met Lisa, and she's a, I think she's a brilliant character. In those like first few minutes or something, you think, wow, she is a great character. And then, boom, shock. She is, you see her next time at the stake being burnt mm. by the um, church who um, a bishop discovers her scientific equipment and accuses her of witchcraft. And that's quite a shock, I felt, um, in terms of the storyline. It's quite... You've got this really great female character and, boom, you kill her off. Yeah, and but it is the... Is the I, I, I it, can... Uh, some people... I have seen some criticism of this and it's like, like they ooh. introduce a character who is in that one scene... I immediately, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? She immediately, um, she has strength, poise. Yeah, she, um, she's a strong um, foil for Dracula. So. Yeah, she, yeah. She, she, she so she comes immediately like an interesting character. Um, mm. Turns the Dracula convention on his head immediately. You think, oh, this could be really interesting. And then she gets fridged as the as the the trope goes. Yeah, like her death is the catalyst for everything that happens uh, which is kind of a shame yeah. but it's a you know it's a gothic horror and yeah 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 I mean it's a come on, it's a video game as well yeah you're not going to get maybe the best some of form of no um, and it's work. and it's not like the show is completely devoid of strong female characters uh, outside of her you know like there are others no. Yeah, but um, and in the meantime, you learn that um, that she has been married to Dracula for these twenty years. They fell in love, um, and she's been married. And in addition, she speaks to Dracula, doesn't she? Uh, she's been burnt. She, it's sort of like plea of um, what Jesus did. Uh, uh, yeah, the, do they know not what they do, or whatever yeah. it is he's, he says. Um, or supposed to have said, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, pl- please don't. They don't understand. Don't don't hurt them. Like desperate yeah. plea, and like and the that's, creepy. And that's what she's talking to Dracula. Yeah, and yeah. the creepy bishops there being like, oh, she's pleading to to Satan to to not hurt us. It's it's almost commendable. Yeah. That character, oh, the yeah. bishop is uh, just like, creeps me out. The bishops, and a. Uh, the bishop. I mean, the bishops are all portrayed as conniving, cunning, um, evil men. Really, really mm-hmm. evil. Not there's not one good one. Not good woman amongst them. Um. Anyway, Dracula declares the people um, have one year to make their peace and basically get out of Wallachia. And after this one year. He will kill every human in the land. We then go to um, Castle Dracula, and we. This is it. It was a bit strange. It was like because his son wasn't called Alucard; it was called Adrian. Um, so Lisa and Dracula have his son, and he should. His son tells him to go after the man. Who um, killed the mother, his mother, instead of all humanity? 
but Dracula shockingly attacks him. And you sort of left, ooh, okay. It was a bit strange of how they put that scene in, and it was a bit like, because we left, we left the sun in the shadows, mm. didn't really reveal him, and um, Dracula attacks his son, mm. which I found quite strange. Yeah, and uh, I was uh, I, I thought at that moment it's like oh is that it is that all the Alucard we're gonna see mm. uh, and I thought it was a bit of a shame because I um, he's one of the the like one of the more high profile voice actors that they've got on this show um, yeah like so Trevor Belmont is voiced by Richard Armitage who's been in loads of things but you probably best known for playing um, Thorin in the Hobbit films yeah. Uh, Dracula is voiced by Graham McTavish. He's been in loads and loads of things Hobbit as well. Films. Again, yeah, again, he was one of the Hobbits, uh, and um, he was he's in Outlander, and he plays in uh, Preacher, the the sort of um, what's the, the, the like the cowboy demon who's hunting him down. I can't remember his name. Doesn't matter. Uh, Graham uh, McTavish has been in loads of stuff, and. Um, and uh, Alucard is voiced by James Callis, who again has been in loads of things. Probably best known as playing Gaius um, in uh, Bat- the Battlestar Galactica remix. Don't know if you ever watched any of uh, the Battlestar Galactica remix. No, real- it's on the list. They're good. They're real good. Um, but yeah, mm. I just wanted to briefly list. mention that like, the, the voice, the, the the voice cast of the show is kind of insane yeah. for a, an animated show about a video game. They managed to get people like Richard Armitage and Graham McTavish in. I know it's really high class. Mm. It's, it's quite surprising. Yeah, so it then fast forward a year later, and you get this: the bishop, who's now an archbishop, um, has is having this celebration. Um, Basically saying, look, Dracula hasn't come yet. You know, let's have this massive celebration. However, um, Dracula arrives, um, kills him, destroys the church, and orders his demon army to kill everyone. And basically, as the army spreads across the land, um, it sort of ends there, doesn't it? This first episode with the demon army spreading out killing people mm-hmm. and the people basically blaming everyone yeah so and that's the first episode like we said these episodes are not long they're super short like all. I was watching it yeah. again the other day and, and he gets to the first the end of the first episode and I was like oh, oh, wait oh, okay that was quick and then it bangs yep. straight into the second episode, but yeah, it's it's it, it's it, it's kind of weird. It feels like it was like a shot as we'll put together as one film, and then mm. broken up into four episodes, and they all end at a natural end point. But uh, mm. I don't know. I, uh, it's not the way that I would prefer to watch it. But yeah, no. But I suppose if Netflix were going to do it, I mean, would you give? I think it was about six, seven episodes. Or eight episodes in season two. Eight, so, eight episodes in season two, yeah. Eight. So that's what? Three, four hours? Two, two and a three hours? So about so half of, an Avengers film then. Yeah. But then you added to this, you got four hours. Would you do a four hour film? Mm. No, no, I, 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 it, it's fine. It's 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 just a minor niggle I've got with the way that yeah. it's, it's structured, that's all. Uh, but... It, it's it absolutely works divided up into episodes. It's it's not like yeah. 
um, you know, it, uh, the episodes end at a point where it doesn't feel like the end of a TV episode. It, it totally works. No. It's, uh, you know, it works as a miniseries. But yeah. Yeah. That first episode is just basically a setup of the whole story. Mm. Meet Lisa, marry, she dies. Well, the whole, the whole first season feels like setup. Yeah. Like these whole four episodes, they don't. It, the episodes, the, this season, as we'll come on to, it doesn't end. Um, like here is the end of a story. It's like here is the no. end of Act One. Yeah. I'm reading about it. That's what it originally was. Like I said, it was yeah. meant to be a movie, and season one is Act One of the film. But it'd have been a hell of a long film. Yeah. Because. It would, I mean, he's added stuff into it, but it would have been still quite truncated into it. I mean, imagine this is a, like, I mean, possibly quite good, but it'd been quite stuffing things in into even an hour and a half, because on a two-hour film, it sort of does lend itself quite well to a short mm-hmm. TV series. Yeah. So, episode two, we come to um, a change, and we are introduced into a pub, and here we meet... The hero, Trevor Belmont. Yeah. Who is down on his luck. Um, his family have been kicked out of the church. Well, um, first of he, all, we, we hear uh, uh, one of the other patrons of the pub ranting to his brother slash cousin um, hmm. about how he hit a guy in a spade because he slept with one of his sheep. <laughs> Uh, which is an interesting way to start the episode. <laughs> yeah, it is. But um, <laughs> what's good about it? He Belmont is quite silent, isn't it? So you get, apart from a sheep star, you get the whole almost Basil exposi- exposition point from these two guys who talk about the state of play and Wallachia at this moment in time. Yeah, and how they blame all the families, the old families of Wallachia, yeah. of which the Belmonts are one. Yeah, and um, the Belmonts have taken, seems to be the lion's share of the blame. Um, well, they were, and, as we find out in later on in this episode, or the, maybe the next one, I can't remember, that they were excommunicated from the church for yeah. hunting monsters. Yeah. Well, they were basically hunting monsters, and then the church had no more. And says he almost seemed to be like, we don't believe in monsters, and you're creating this problem as such. It was um, something that the church probably would have done in the past. So, <coughs> he's passing through the town, um, he's trying to get food, he's down on his luck, he's, he hides, he hides he has his... To, um, he has to climb through a, a, a sewage pipe. Yeah, uh, and he's complaining about having to climb over other people's shit just to get breakfast. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I love the way that how the, you know, like he comes to the town and like there's, there's there's like smoke rising from the town. There's like corpses all about. There's like the the gates are barricaded. The place seems dead, and he's like, that looks like a good place to get breakfast. Yeah, I mean it's quite funny because essentially the gates are barricaded, but the demons seem to come through, um, have wings, and come over the gates anyway. Mm. It seems quite kind of pointless. And he comes into this town and he's hiding his um, family crest. And he doesn't want people to know who he is. And he learns that the townspeople are at the blaming um, a magic group of magic users called the Speakers for um, Dracula's assault. 
Um, he comes. Across. Well, they're they're not all magic users. They're they're just a no. they're a nomadic tribe. So I guess yeah. you could like um, uh, an analog for Roma travelers, I guess. Yeah. And you know that's not completely out the realms of possibility. If something goes bad, blame the gypsies. Mm. You know. Yeah. I mean. They're there to try to help the people, they're clear. Mm-hmm. Um, but the people don't, don't want them to help them because for suf- every night they're suffering these attacks from the demon. And he notices that um, some corrupt priests are attacking one of these um, speakers and he saves this, uh, this speaker. He takes him back to where the speakers are holed up in his house, which... I don't know why, but it seems like it would be common knowledge for people to know where these speakers are, mm. but doesn't seem to be common knowledge because it's later revealed to the people the speakers are here. It just seems sometimes some convoluted shortcuts and turns with the story, but essentially the speakers are holed up in this big barn, and when he goes there, he says, oh, you need to get out of the city because they're going to attack you, you know, these priests are corrupt. Um, um, but they save the cat because they are missing a couple of their members who have gone down into the sewers. Um, what's brilliant about going back is the way he handles the corrupt priests, because this is a one where he um, basically makes a fool out of the priest. And does he not take the ear? I think it is. No, uh, he as uh, the guy is holding a stave or a sword or something like that, and yeah. he's about to murder the, uh, the 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 speaker that's out there. Mm. And uh, um, Trevor w- like whips the weapon out of his hand, but in the process also takes his finger off, and right, then yeah. also later on in the exchange takes takes one of his eyes with the whip. Right. Yeah. I knew something, but um... it's it's quite like a uh, um, as you see as as this 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 episode and the further episodes go on, uh, that Trevor is a very very accomplished <clears throat> fighter when he's sober or at least when he's hungover. Because earlier on the episode yeah. when he's drunk in the pub, and it's just a bit of a free for all, mm. and he keeps on getting kicked in the nuts, and it's yeah. it's a bit of a messy fight. But he is a very accomplished warrior. <clears throat> He is when he chooses to be. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Sorry. Mm. So, so the elder, they refuse to leave um, because two members are down below the sewers. Because they've gone to seek out this um, legend, legendary warrior that's meant to be under the city. Well, this legendary warrior would be coming up and um, helping the people against um, the demon army and it's also his grandchild the elder's grandchild that's down there as well yeah she's gone she went down there to to, to find the the legendary soldier I think it's called yeah um, sleeping soldier and uh, never comes back so hmm. Trevor pleads with them to leave the town yeah. before the the people descend on them and kill them uh, to try and appease the demons um, but they won't leave because but because his granddaughter's down there and they won't leave without one of their own yeah um, that's essentially episode 2 where you introduce to Terra Belmont you introduce to another group 
and it shows how corrupt the church is, even stretching down to the um, priests and how the people feel essentially, um, and who they're blaming. So it does set a lot. But once again, like we've mentioned, a lot more background is coming into this episode, um, and we've got here now Belmont's background, the people's background, the speakers speakers background. And whereas the episode one was a lot more about Dracula, mm. it's not really mentioned Dracula at all in episode two. So moving on to episode three. So Trevor um, goes down to the catacombs um, underneath the city, and finds that they are unusually constructed and containing matching family devices of match Dracula's castle. Mm. He finds a stone statue. It's sort of like reminiscent of uh, Medusa's cavern in Clash of the Titans where all these um, people and the speaker is being turned into stone. And he is attacked by um, a giant cyclops. Um, which I think it's a really good battle. This, what do you think? Yeah, I really liked it. I mean, I presume that it is. It, it's gonna. This is another Easter egg. It's one of the enemies that's popped up in one of the Castlevania games or something. But um, yeah, it was a um, uh, an interesting take on it because it, it was a sort of cross. It was like a mix of a cyclops and um, a gorgon um, mm. because he has the ability to turn people to stone. Uh, but yeah, that whole yeah. sequence was was really good. Like, there's a bit where he he stabs him, and then he's hiding behind the pillar. He says, "Come on, come on, you're dead. You just haven't realised you're dead yet." <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of things. That, it's um, it's quite funny. It reminds me of um, with his witticisms, and he's constantly talking through battle. He's a bit like um, Spider-Man used to be in the comics, mm. where he's always talking um, through battles and all that, almost to have something to do and keep himself interested in the battle or just keeping his confidence up and distracting the enemies. Yeah. Um, so eventually defeats the Cyclops uh, which releases the curse and he's able to rescue the elder's grandchild Cypher Benitez. Mm. Um, he returns her to her grandfather and then we get a nice little scene where Trevor is summoned to the church by the bishop. And funny enough, this is the same bishop who had ordered Lisa's execution. And basically he tells Trevor to um, leave the town Gresset before sundown because um, the church is going to lead a mob kill the speakers and he will when he says when I'm in power and I'm the Archbishop I will um, spare Trevor and restore his family name in exchange yeah like anyone believes that yeah that's it um, so what happens then Trevor essentially refuses um, takes the speakers down into the Cyclops chamber and takes on the priests before 
um, escaping into the city. This is another fun scene, and once again, it's quite s snappy. We've got a few battles going on in the background. Um, Cypher, yeah, Cypher, Ber yeah, Bernadus. Cypher is shown to, yeah, she's shown to be a strong character as well, quite willful, um, and she's shown to be a magic user. Mm -hmm. She is the one, and that's why she was one of the ones who went down into the catacombs to look for the sleeping soldier. Hmm. Anything to add about this episode? No, I, I really enjoy it. I mean, it, again, it was just kind of like teasing up to the stuff that was going to happen in the, the final episode. Uh, was it this episode or the next episode where where um, Trevor and Cypher begin to rally people to fight back against the Horde? Was that the next episode? I think it might be the next episode because the Horde do it, does attack, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's the next episode. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it will be the start of the next episode. So, the final episode of the season... Um, called the monument, and what what happens is when night falls, Dracula's army attacks, and the bishop that offered to um, spare Belmont and restore his family name once he gets to power has no chance of doing that because you, you see a nice interesting scene between what you would call probably a greater demon. And the bishop, where they're talking, mm -hmm. and the bishop is killed. Um, just for being the bishop that being killed a prick. Yeah. Um, Trevor and Cypher um, continue their escape, um, and Trevor exposes the clergy's actions as the true reason for Dracula's evasion. And assist for people in mounting a defense against the demons. So here we get, he reveals the fact that the church, with a reason for um, Dracula attacking the people of Wallachia and helping the people to fight the demons. Now, if I was a member of the people, I might not use a pitchfork against these demons. I might have been, I am out of there. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, um, I mean, but uh, but he like he rallies them uh, and like uh, they're getting there's like the bucket chain of water uh, and then they're blessing mm. the water to turn into holy water yeah. to use against and like the the making the walls of ice and using salt and like all these mm. secrets of how to defeat the armies of Dracula that the Belmonts have have, have acquired over the years mm. combined with Cipher's uh, magic to, to to fight back. It's like. Mm. Yeah, it's quite a moving scene, the people rallying against the monsters. Yeah, I mean, it just makes you wonder, right, how often the Belmonts had to fight Dracula's armies. If they know that all these secrets, you know, because essentially, apart from Lisa going up to Dracula 20 years, years ago, it seemed... Almost like Dracula was left alone. Well, the I think it's that did he? Trevor is like the last of the Belmonts, and and until he's like pushed mm. into taking action, I don't think he really. At least this version of him wasn't interested <laughs> in doing any any, you know, Belmont monster no. hunting. No, 
True. It just, it just makes you think that was a great backstory within of him. That was a deeper history mm. within the whole um, series. So, however, during this battle, um, the floor crumbles between Trevor and Cypher, and they fall into this um, catacombs of a city. And it's interesting how they fall. Um, they seem to fall forever. And the sewers, um, the comes are doing this like crisscross pattern and they seem to be hitting the supports every now and then. And they fall right deep into the city. And when they're able to, they um, go deeper and they discover a sleeping soldier who turns out to be Alucard. Alucard. It's dragging now, backwards. Yeah, alright. <laughs> alright, I really love the season. Mm-hmm. I really love the series. And I haven't watched season two yet, I will do. And we'll be back about talking about season two when I have done. Mm-hmm. But this really bit really sort of annoyed me the fact that you've got this legend of a sleeping soldier. You've got this catacomb set up mm-hmm. with all connected to Dracula. Um, castle and everything. You've got the Cyclops. And he's only been there a year. Now, to me, a legend isn't not going to form after a year. No, I don't think... I think it's just coincidence. Oh, actually, I don't know if it is an old legend, because um, the... uh, I can't remember what the old guy says. He says sometimes, like, legends aren't... uh, Like, sometimes legends aren't that old, or something like that. Um, Mm. He's talking about, like, yeah, they pass down... They like so the speakers have the or the seekers or whatever they're called. They have this like tradition of oral history. There, um, Trevor talks about how his father fell out with the speakers because he tried to convince them to write down their yeah. history, and they they were against that. They they go through like yeah. or they pass down a history through oral tradition. Um, and he's talking about how the this legend of the sleeping soldier might not be an old legend. But also, I don't know whether the, that legend is actually anything to do with um, Alucard or whether it's just coinc- uh, just a coincidence. I don't know. But I think it's more to do with the fact that it's just like it's just a, a modern yeah. myth that there is a sleeping soldier living beneath the the the, 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 the city. There just happens to be Alucard. I will say though that yeah. we do get we get treated to another pretty amazing. Um, battle sequence and like this this show uh, as a whole was beautifully yeah. animated but especially in the action scenes and the fight between Trevor and Alucard before they they realize mm. that they're probably on the same side is um yeah really really good yeah I mean like I said the animation is brilliant mm. but it's still it's just annoying me like a year a year to have a legend come on I know unless Alucard starts spreading the legend with a sleeping soldier around but why would he want a legend to spread oh, about I, him sleeping there when he wants to escape from Dracula? Yeah, I think he was a, a little bit busy, like, recovering. Because that's what he's doing for that year, yeah. is, is recovering from the wounds that were inflicted on him by Dracula. Yeah. But you're right. I mean, throughout the whole show, every single battle scene with Cyclops, the battle against the demons, the Dracula, when he's in the flames, everything's really animated beautifully. And it sort of reminds me of Almost like the olden style, eighties style as well. It's not totally. Well, anime. it's it is it's no, it's not totally anime, uh, but it is very anime in its in its style. Yeah. Uh, 
I don't know. I don't know. I, I, it's not something I've really discussed with people who are super into anime. See how they feel it holds up against traditional anime or you know actual Japanese animation. But uh, it's it is a very distinct style that that is that is very Japanese, um, mm. which you know fits because it's a Japanese video game franchise. Um, but yeah, I, I love the animation. I think it's fantastic. Yeah. I mean, like I said, it's pretty good. It suits the series really well. Um, but like I said, it's got the... You know where you see in modern animation where everything has that separate movement? Um, you know, if you watch New Two Toy Story, you watch Pixar. And, I mean, even the daughter's watching Master of the Bear right at the moment. There's a lot of things in the background that move, 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 move. Mm-hmm. Whereas in this one, it sort of like harkens back to the old day where... Certain people in the background were doing the same animation over and over again. Yeah. It wasn't well. I, a few repeats. I presume it was hand animated. Yeah, it doesn't look like it was digitally animated. I could be wrong, but it looks like it was hand animated, mm. which you know that's incredibly resource heavy, like yeah. animating everything by hand. So, but that's how you just in that feeling of old style and the colours used as well because the colours are. Whereas certain times, certain scenes are very vivid, it's quite um, overcast because it's what Lackier is getting attacked by demons. Yeah, exactly. We're not going to be happy. So, everything. Um, getting back to the story, um, basically, Alucard, the Dracula backwards, um, has a massive fight with Trevor. They ding dong around. Alucard shows some of his powers off. Um, and he's a vampire. Now, is that a vampire? It's a vampire. Now, a vampire, if I remember... Do you know what a damp- difference is? No. Right, well, I, he's, I don't oh. know what the what the, what the difference is in the name, but he, he's he's half vampire, half human, because his mother was Lisa. Yeah, that's a vampire. So, a vampire, right, okay. Yeah. Is that right. like a daywalker? Well, yeah, it's like blood. Okay. <laughs> 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 All right, that's it. Put it in terms that I'll understand. Yeah, so it's like Blade. Um, <laughs> Why not Blade coming to this? Castle crossover. Well, you know, is, uh, did, did, did uh, Warren Ellis work on any of the Blade comic books? I'm not sure. I'll have to look into that, yeah. I know. But yeah, so a vampire is a creature that is a result of a union between um, a vampire and a human. And I never knew what a vampire was before this. Well, you know. So it's, you learn something new. Yeah, it's all just, you know, it's all a bit silly. I know, but you learn something new. Anyway, what happens is we have a massive fight. Eventually, um, it's sort of like fought to a standstill. And, and Alucard, Dracula backwards, learns that um, Trevor Belmont and... Oh, what's her name? Cypher. Cypher. Cypher, yeah. With an S, not a C. Mm-hmm. Um, are on the same side and... They want to get rid of Dracula. And that's where season one ends. Yeah, and I, I remember at the time thinking, like, this sucks. I was really enjoying that. Like, it kind of left me blue balls. Uh, but um, <laughs> yeah, it, it is. It, 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 I, I was like, oh, well, you know, that, that's a bit of a weird way to end a miniseries. But it, like, you know, it totally makes sense because it, was it's act one of a bigger story mm. 
that is still ongoing. Like uh, the season two doesn't finish the story either, which is why we're getting a season three, and hopefully we'll get more. Like because as, as long as it doesn't outstay its welcome, it's been thoroughly enjoyable so far. Uh, both both seasons, uh, I think. Season one was a really really good way to introduce the um, Castlevania mm. mythos and universe in, in this format. Um, get people who aren't particularly au fait with the Castlevania lore, like myself, uh, who's only you know I've only played one of the games properly. Um, to introduce the characters and the lore and, and this particular story and you've only got like four 20 minute episodes to do it in and it does it concisely whilst also being full of you know a, a good story itself and being lots of action and entertainment but it's season two where start, stuff starts to pick up really um yeah but that, that's also twice as long that's like eight 20 minute episodes but yeah mm. Yeah, I mean, you can sort of sense that this was like a dip in the water by Netflix. I mean, um, just to test the waters, see what would happen. Because, as we all know, that um, video games don't always have the best adaptations to TV or film. No, they do not. So, it was almost like testing the water, and it's an animation style. Castlevania isn't the biggest franchise, unfortunately, right now um, in video game. No. I mean, it's, it's got it's got a longevity behind it. It's a well um, respected IP, but in terms of mass market name, you know, if you ask all the kids, do you know Castlevania? They'll probably uh, 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 Castle uh, what? Uh, uh. Yeah, Castle what? But it does provide a decent backstory, and it does tease you. It teases you so much. You know, you want to know what's going to happen with with um, Dracula. You want to know how this new trilogy, this threesome of heroes are going to tackle Dracula. You want to know what's going to happen to the church. You want to know all these things that's that's going on. You want to see people fighting back with their picks and pitchforks and stuff. Mm. You, you know, so as an intro, in four episodes, basically it will take you one night to watch all four episodes. Yeah. And you'll be like, I want more. You want more. And thankfully they did release mm. more. Season two and season three. So, well, season three is not out yet. Do we know? Do we know when season yeah. three is coming out? Well, season two came out last year. Mm. I presume season three will be this year or next year. I mean, it was a massive hit for Netflix. Yeah, it was for that month. It was one of the biggest. Um, because we don't do ratings on Netflix. It's something about word of mouth and hit. It's something real weird, algorithm and Yeah, stuff they that. used to do ratings. They used to have like a star mm. rating for shows, uh, but now it's now yeah. it's all uh, it's all just like a, a percent. Uh, yeah, it's, it's weird. I don't I don't like how they change the Netflix recommendation stuff. Now it's like mm. we reckon you this show is an eighty seven percent match for the stuff that you like. But yeah. um, if that's what Netflix thinks, then <laughs> based on some of the stuff it suggests, Netflix doesn't know me <laughs> at all. Because it, it suggests some garbage, but uh, uh, no. Um, yeah, it, it, it's it's it, very well received. It's got like a 90% rating on Rotten Tomatoes, which is pretty yeah. good. Mm. I mean, you can make an argument for saying this is the very best video game adaption ever. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's... Well, I, I, I can't really think of a better example. 
mm. to be honest. Yeah, I've got very high hopes for Netflix's uh, adaptation of the Witcher series. Although that's what, kind of bus based on the book. Yeah, it's but you know what I mean. It's it's still yeah, video game adjacent. Um, yeah. So we'll we'll see. But yeah, as 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 a straight adaptation of a video game story into another medium, uh, I can't think of many better examples. No. Well, like I said, it take you one evening and then you can, you've got season two to enjoy, which I still haven't watched. If you're not, oh, get on it. It's it's not. so good. They introduce a lot more characters. Uh, oh, I won't say anymore because I don't want to spoil no. it. But it's, it's, yeah, it's very good. Cool. That uh, won't take me too long. So I'll give that watch. Oh, we'll do another episode on that. Absolutely, yeah. I'm well up for that because I love it. Yeah. Um, so I highly recommend it from both of us yeah. to watch this. Two thumbs up. Yeah. Two thumbs, two fingers, three, whatever. <laughs> My daughter would say, or four raspberries because she puts raspberries in her fingers now. <laughs> okay. Fair yeah. enough. Yeah. Okay. So, um, I'd like to say thank you to Mark for joining me on this Transylvania. Well, it's not Transylvania. Well, Wallachian. Yeah. Well, I think Transylvania is in the re- the region that was Wallachia. It's all those Capet. Is it what Capet? Oh, is it Capetian? Capetian mountains. I don't know. Yeah, Carpathian mountains and stuff, and wasn't the Carpathian the dude from Ghostbusters too? Uh it might be Vigo. Vigo the Carpathian, yeah. Is it? It's not Capetian anyway. It's a Capetian monkey. Um, um, I don't know. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. That, ma- <laughs> that mountain range in Romania. Yeah. There's a big mountain range where the Ottomans tried to attack and so on. All right. So yes, down that mountain range. I'd like to thank you, Mark. Um join me and you can find us at laps gaming it is a carpathian uh, mountains by the way was it i just googled it yeah so dracula's from the same place as vigo yeah wow oh why the you know forget blade ghostbusters (laughs) versus entrance this is dracula (laughs) dracula i bet that's been done in real ghostbusters i'm gonna have a look yeah um, so, yeah, you can find us at lapsgamer.com where um, we have musings now and then um, put up. Um, you can find us on YouTube at lapsgamer radio. Um, you can, if you listen to the pod, this pod, you've found us quite easily and you listen to us through Podbean or one of the other service, service providers. You can join us there. And I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah, that's about it. Brilliant. Yeah. So, so long. Catch you later.